Welcome back to We Are Live. It's Chris Denman and Travis Rowe with the great Chris Gardner producing live from the Midcoast Studios in Grand Center, sunny St. Louis, Missouri on the weekend of Mardi Gras. It's not sunny. It's still hazy gray. It's going to be very cold tomorrow, which is great that we have a heated tent at the Mardi Gras tent that we're working at. So if you're looking for tickets, DM us. We've got $10 discounted tickets. Uh, they'll probably sell out midday today. So if you want those, hit us up. Just delivered uh, four downstairs <laughs> in the uh, in the break. So rocking and rolling today, Travis. I do want to thank Tech Electronics for helping us build out the new studio. We've got so many cool surprises coming up with people recording here, projects we're working on. Uh, thank you to uh, Tech Electronics for providing the equipment working with us on building things out and it's a work in progress but this they saved us about six months worth of trouble getting things together so tech electronics located here in st louis missouri check them out online what we'll michael yo this hour we'll do recasting call we did sentence of the week travis that was whew, brutal mm. and uh <laughs> mardi gras is the best drinking holiday that's your fair or foul wall at weareliveradio.com for ten dollars to southtown pub speaking of southtown pub great comedy night last night really with the picture again uh, Gardner on the live stream. Uh, comedy last night was great. Keith Hughes hosted. Sarah Pearl was there. Our friend Yale Hollander did some time. I had a great time with him. And then Quentin Wilbert closed it out. So another very fun free comedy Thursday. Look forward to next week with Angela Smith headlining at uh, Southtown Pub for free comedy Thursday next week. It'll be a good time. We're having a good time, everybody. Chris Gardner, how you feeling over there? It's Friday. You've busted your tail this week. Uh, you got yeah. any big meal plans for the weekend? You always have some kind of comfort well, I lined up. I got some leftover pizza in the fridge for lunch. <laughs> I mm. saw that. And uh, <laughs> that's about it right now. Right, we'll see where it takes us. <laughs> what an eventful weekend you have in store. Yeah, I know. Really? Uh, I'm actually a little bit jealous because I like a simplistic weekend. I'm looking forward, of course, to Mardi Gras, but I I value weekends more. I, ne I always try to figure out when growing up, why my mother on Friday afternoons or Friday nights when she would get off work would immediately try to run all of her errands. I'm like, you have two more days in the weekend. Mm -hmm. Like, why don't you just relax? And then you realize, oh, you're trying to get it out of the way so you can spend the next two days actually having something to yourself. Yeah. So I'm actually a little bit envious of you. So lucky bastard. I'll find something. <laughs> Maybe a nice, <laughs> probably not cemetery tour weather. Mm. Oh, Mm -mm. Oh boy, we'll have uh, Michael Yo joining us here this segment. Uh, he'll be performing at the Funny Bone yeah. this weekend here in the city of St. Louis. So uh, make sure you all stay tuned for that fun interview. He's a great guy. It'll actually be the second time he's been on the show. So yeah, he enjoyed talking to me last time. Did for he? Sure. Oh boy. I mean, you were in the room, I think, or was oh, it one on one? I don't know. I you was were there. there. I was present. Yeah. This was the early heyday of We Are Live. Yeah. So okay. I was absolutely present for those interviews. <laughs> now. Uh, I ain't got time for that. Uh, Travis. You changed. Uh, you, uh, just a little bit. Uh, a view that you took, you have an issue with former President Barack Obama. Um, I believe there's a Jack Flaherty issue as well. Have we discussed this in depth? We have not. Um, there, Jack Flaherty, pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. He's a young pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. And he's got light skin, so Travis has a problem with I him. I have no problem with him whatsoever. I'm not even going to bring up his political views. I, I believe Jack Flaherty is a very nice young man, and... I just think his views on other athletes is just absolutely uncalled for, especially when you're a professional athlete yourself. So hmm. I am not going to sit up here and say I'm a Jack Flaherty hater, but 
if Jack Flaherty slips along the way this season for the St. Louis Cardinals, you better believe I will be in his Twitter grill. I'll be all up in it. So, Jack Flaherty, you've been warned. Can you do that when you've got a locked account? I mean, mm, is that's that... a good point. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I have to ask Twitter. I mean, when, when you run and cower mm. and lock your account, I don't. Can you really get in somebody's grill? I guess. Do you run and cower when you lock your door at night when you go to sleep? That's what I thought. Mm. It's okay to you know when you have protected tweet. Mm. You're protected. Like by the blood of Jesus Christ. That's what I'm doing. I'm protecting my words. Here, let's play a quick game. So to, to suss this out, and again, we have uh, Michael Yo coming in, his special, uh, it's great because it's got Blasian in the title. Right. Uh, he would be considered light skin under this, so I don't want any kind of weird animosity. No, uh, no, Michael Yo Without is a... considering their personalities, if you just saw Drake walking down the street, right. and you saw Idris Elba walking down the street, who would right. you hang out with? No, I would absolutely hang out with Idris Elba. Okay. Um, if you saw Scottie Pippen walking down the street, and you saw Michael Jordan walking down the street, who would you choose? Absolutely Scottie Pippen. Mm, reasoning? I feel like you're lying. Because Scottie Pippen knows how it feels to carry an entire basketball team and not get the notoriety exactly right yeah jordan getting all the accolades just never made sense did it no it didn't gardner we're on to a lot today with Mm -hmm. travis i'll say that gardner what did you have in store for us this hour you had a great this is where travis runs out of things to talk no i don't i just feel like right now you guys are questioning you don't want to talk about flaherty that's fine no a jack flair because i don't want to i i don't we're not that kind of show, guys. We're responsible here. We you did this last Friday. I'll give you another weekend to think about it, and we'll address it possibly on Monday. I have a tweet. I have a clip of Flaherty that we need you to respond to. All right, screw to. it. Let's play it. I'm sick and tired. Let's get this okay, out of the okay. way. Let's bring it on because I will not be bullied. And just because we're changing the format of our show to be more PG mm-hmm. and kid-friendly mm-hmm. doesn't mean I can't still address my haters. Put them on the screen, Guardsy. It was, I was like, I didn't know what to think. It was like, I, we, I wanted the Lakers to be good. I did not think it would Why is he so stressed? LeBron come to LA. Ooh, the expense. I mean, it was just like, I, I was so unexpected. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't something that I was ready for. This is and confusing. My best he definitely and I, like, sounds we, like he's from Orange County. all the time because, you know, whenever we have that conversation, I always stay, like, I am biased. Like, I'm from LA. Sure. Kobe, so I grew up watching. That's my favorite guy. Um... So him coming to LA, it's taken a minute, and it was weird. Like, I don't, I won't want to say I've ever rooted against him, mm-hmm. but I've actually had to root for him. To now like you have do, to root for yes, him. Yeah. Being with the Lakers, that was that's still an interesting thing. Yeah. Are you going to become a LeBron fan now? I don't think I'll ever become a LeBron fan. What is it see, exactly that wincing. you don't like about LeBron? Um, he's just not. He doesn't. I don't. He, I like guys who have that dog in them. And I don't think he has that dog. He doesn't have that, like, it. But he's shown parts where he does have it. So you know he's got it in him. He has it in him. But why isn't it always there? But it's there. not a consistent thing. I mean, I you, hear you on that. You can look at some of the performances he's had that have just been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But it's not that consistent, I want to beat you, that, that Kobe, that Jordan thing. I hear you on that. You're a, you cover sports for a living and you just agreed with that dumbass. I hear you on that. Here we go. That is absolutely absolutely. How is a guy real TT's back that attend? How is a guy that carries a team 
to eight consecutive NBA finals, not have dog in him. How is now? It's one thing for a dumbass on the street to say something like that, but how is another professional athlete who knows what it takes to get to the next level say that LeBron doesn't have a dog? That doesn't make any sense. I think every does he profession- have a dog? Does he have pets? I don't know. Actually, good question. Good question. That is the way very you phrase that. That's a very good point. But I think that in order for you to make it to this level, no matter the sport, you have to have dog in you. You don't get to where you are if you didn't have a little bit of that in you. And to suggest one of the greatest athletes on the planet lacks passion, conviction, determination, when he's gone to eight consecutive NBA finals, is that not the dumbest thing we've ever heard come out of the mouth of a professional athlete? Say what you will about LeBron. Look how mad he is. But say what you will about LeBron. I get people have opinions about LeBron, especially when you're comparing him to Kobe, when you're comparing him to Jordan. But if it's one thing you cannot say about LeBron is that he's not passionate and puts in the work. The guy absolutely does. The results speak for themselves. So I get why Jack, like, oh my God, I just, somebody tell me what this means. LeBron sent out a tweet. He's getting in. LeBron has done this over the last handful of years where he says he buckles down in the second half of the season where he gets ready for the playoffs. No one goes full bore 82 games. No one goes full bore 162 games in baseball. So he knows professional athletes on his own team. He works every five days. That does this. Exactly. (laughs) He pitches once every five days. What are you talking about, Jack Flair? No, I, here's the thing. I'm working between. Old school, old school starting pitchers ate fried chicken Thank and drank beer. And drank oh. it was beer, a man. What are you talking about? And then he had a tweet a few weeks back questioning why NBA fans watch the sport because they were talking about James Harden's step back and how it, folks wonder whether or not it's traveling. That's fine to have that conversation, but to then question people's fandom when your sport literally added a pitch clock, a pitch clock to baseball, and you're questioning why fans like the NBA, the only thing I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt is because he's 22 years old. So he's naturally stupid. So that's why I'm not, you know, I'm not going to go attack the guy physically when I see him out in public because he has like Uh homeboys that are clearly bigger than me but the fact is he himself too exactly he's a very athletic individual and young and spry and actually can probably break my neck in a snap of his finger but i just think it's a bad look for even kobe fans I'm, I'm a bit kobe guy as well but i also recognize greatness and i think you do yourself you sound like the guys on the internet that you often criticize when you sit up here and say something that stupid you can say, like I say, you want to question LeBron's shot selection. You want to question whether or not LeBron should have left Cleveland. We can have that conversation. But to say that guy doesn't have a dog in him, I can't imagine if Jack Flaherty saw a person on Twitter questioning the commitment of one of his baseball player, one of his baseball teammates, and then just thinking that, oh, that's you know, you're an idiot. He would absolutely call that person. Are an you idiot. waiting for his first bad start just so you can tweet at him? I guess you didn't have that dog in you today. Mm. Oh yes, he's got that. Oh yes. drafts. Oh, you better damn believe it. Uh. I just you don't. And as a professional athlete, you do not question the commitment of another athlete publicly. That is a absolute no no. And everyone in that Cardinal clubhouse knows it. They won't say anything because it's another sport and it's how an athlete you, they'll never meet. How would meet. you know that? You, what do you mean that they, they haven't talked to that him about it? That professional athlete shouldn't do that. Why? You I, being a professional athlete now. As, as you guys yourself. know, I played sports mm-hmm. in high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I was in the locker room, I would say, guys, 
you stay off that social media that hasn't been invented yet, but when it right. does happen, you don't want to go on there and question an athlete's dog. So, yeah, absolutely. I, under, I completely know where professional athletes are coming from. <clears throat> I'm glad you have uh, that unique uh, perspective. Just, to explain to us how that works. You can't you if you can you can question of all the players to question, why are you questioning the commitment of a guy that's gone to eight consecutive championships? There's a simple explanation. It's not good enough though. He's a Kobe guy. That's fair. That's but that's unreasonable. It is unreasonable. It's very trollish. I'm it, telling you it is. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Okay. I'm telling you what it is. Just, He's loyal to Kobe. And it hurts him, I guess, a little watching LeBron play for his Lakers now. Now, I'm not going to front him out and sit up here and talk about his MAGA ties, but that's not here or there. I'm just going to stick mm. specifically to sports for right now. But if Jack Flaherty keeps running his mouth about LeBron James, I'm going to be up in his Twitter grill, mm -hmm. all up in it. I will even briefly take my tweets off unprotected, get up in his grill, and then protect. Sean Unshawn. Sean Unshawn. I will do it. And then block him. So and then, can. yeah, so I can continue to talk trash while he can't see my tweets. Right. That makes sense. But I think he's amazing talent. I hope he has a great season. Just as long as he just stops talking about things he doesn't know anything about. That's fine. And what do you do? I, on the other hand, I'm a professional media personality. What I do, I try to entertain you the people. Uh -huh. That's my job. I don't come in here and talk about how a big how piece can you of do that Chris when you is. kind of cordon yourself off from the public. You say cordon yourself. I don't. I don't see it that way. I see myself as being responsible. See, that's what the problem is with you, old media types, especially here in St. Louis. You're already soft when it mm -hmm. comes to the St. Louis Cardinals. But one thing I don't understand is that your use of words. Why would you think I'm hiding or, or trying to quarantine what I want to say? You've protected your Twitter account. I protected myself and our brand as a company from the evils of the Internet. Are you telling me there's no evils on the Internet, Mr. Gartner? Are you telling me the Internet's a great utopian place where we all can be ourselves? Are you telling me that now, Mr. Gardner? You've changed too, man. You've changed. Hmm. You and Chris, you guys have changed. What happened to you guys, man? You're about the people. Now you guys are, oh, look at me. I'm Gardner. I know how to do technology on TV. Oh, I'm Chris Demon. Look at me. Type away and send emails and be in a podcast at the same time. Who, what happened to you guys, man? You guys used to be so beautiful. Used to be so open you and organic. You said of the people, we have unprotected Twitter accounts. Yeah, but that exposes you guys to Russian bots and possibly treason. I saw it on the uh, congressional hearing. You guys are going to probably be held accountable for your tweets. Just letting you know. Am I going to prison? Probably. For that? Definitely. For treason? No doubt. Really? Uh-huh. How do you see that? Not well, shoot. Oh. Look at you. Look at you. Good explanation. Look, look, at, look in the camera. Look in the camera. How are you not going to jail looking at that face? Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a face for jail. Mm. And then look at Chris. You can tell he like, oh, look at me. Oh, I'm like Jordan Belfort. Oh, Is that where I'm like at? Wall Street. Look at me. I got my button up on. I'm cool. Look at me. Look, me, look uh, at my hair. I got bangs. Let me tell yeah, you I'm, guys. Oh, yeah, I'm 34 years old and I got bangs. Take that. Let me tell you guys about our friends at Gateway Powder Coating. May I? <laughs> me bailing on Travis is whatever he's doing. <laughs> Gatewaypowdercoat.com for all the capabilities that you need from our friends at Gateway Powder Coating. They will take care of metal. It's going to be patio season soon. If you've got grills, smokers, all that good stuff that needs worked on, you need to hit up gatewaypowdercoat.com to check them out for all of their capabilities, everybody. 
love you and love everybody else. We're going to have Michael Yo here in just a second. We're going to do some recasting call. Do us a favor. Share the live stream if you're listening live. If you're listening on the podcast afterwards, uh, review us and uh, subscribe. Make sure that happens, everybody. We are very excited about Michael coming in his second time. Um, Mr. Uh, Terrell, again, we have to get to... Uh, we have to get to this debate that we're going to have, and then we'll also do recasting call. Let me tell you a little bit about where Michael is going to be this weekend. Are you familiar with Westport area? I am very much familiar with Westport. Mm, okay. Well, he'll be at the Funny Bone, if that's exciting. Is that exciting to you? I like to laugh, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you sell it hard, too. <laughs> I like hearing jokes, Chris. Okay, well, I'm all right with that. Uh, so we've had Michael on before. You know him. Uh, he's got a big special coming out. It's going to be on Amazon. Comedy Dynamics is who's putting that out. I've got uh, experience knowing somebody. If you look over there, uh, we'll get this sorted out. We'll, we'll work things out. Let's get Michael Yo in the studio. Hello. Look at this beautiful <laughs> face. He's at the funny bone. <laughs> What's All up, weekend sir? long, Michael, man. So good to Great see you, to man. see you, buddy. You Get in here. <laughs> Sit down. Let's. Uh, I like to laugh. Let's talk about <laughs> <A> this. <lot. laughs> Laughing's fun. It, it certainly is, man. Welcome, welcome to winter, by the way. Oh my Hello. God! Twenty-seven degrees. Are you serious? What's wrong with you people? <laughs> I don't man. like this, man. I, I, don't, I left day. like seventy degrees. Yes, you I did. land, and, mm -hmm. and you know, in the plane when you get on the plane, you don't. You don't really know like the temperature, and right. they go, "Well, we're right. about to land in St. Louis. It's mm -hmm. 27 degrees." I'm like, "27? <laughs> That's still going on? Aren't we in March right yeah, now?" We got some snow for your ass, dude. This weekend, oh, this, this weekend. Week, oh. Okay, so, so <laughs> yeah. I'm leaving at 6:30 in the morning on Sunday. I'm trying. I know it's. You think? You think so? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> Is that so? Is that so? That. No. Is that so? Unless it's something to do with your son, I'm going to give you trouble we'll about say, it. Uh -huh. No, I, I got to get back to my family. Ah, oh, damn it! My All son, right, my yeah. son is turning two. Oh. oh wow. Congratulations. On Wednesday. Wow. Yes, we kept okay. him alive that long. Yes. Good for you, I man. I know. Man, how in the world do you find time to do everything that you do? Real man. quick. And you real have quick. a two-year-old. I know. The first okay. thing we talk about, we've had Michael on before. He's a star. He's all over series. He's doing fantastic with the stand-up stuff. His special, though, Blasian. Yes, Blasian. It, in, the, in the description, family first comedian and bona fide Blasian. Bonafide. Michael Yo. <laughs> yes, family first, man. And that's what the comedy's all about. I do family comedy and no politics. Okay, see, now that's interesting because no politics. he hates it, Obama right now because he won't let him <laughs> twerk with ladies. He's, no, he's yeah, turned Obama on his own guy. Hey, don't be out here twerking with eight women. And I was like, why not? <laughs> In this economy? <laughs> Great question. I like twerking. Yeah, so, how, yeah. so, how, what brought you to the point where you said, I'm going to do this type of comedy? Because it feels like comedians are going the opposite direction so you it seems like you made it a point to be family friendly. i've always been a person to bring people together okay you know i if you ask any celebrity i have relationships with a lot of celebrities because they they're like oh he's he's a nice guy right. and like i'm not you know if this was a political show i talk politics sure. i can talk politics all day but i try to find ways to bring people together mm -hmm. and i feel with comedy you know i was talking to kevin hart and I go, this is when the Colin Kaepernick thing came right. out. And I go, why don't you say anything on stage? And this was the moment of clarity for me. He goes, when people come to my comedy, I want them to have a good time and forget about the outside world. Sure. Right. You know, just laugh as a family. Right. And I was like, that's what I am too. Like, of course, if I went on CNN, I could talk for it an hour. It doesn't mean you're not capable of it. No, it doesn't mean. how your art and, form's delivered. And yeah. I'd rather people come together for my show, so that's why I don't talk right. politics. And I, because I don't really write about that either. Right. 
You know what I mean? Right. I, I, I don't, I don't, for me, it does nothing for me to write jokes about that because right. it's so easy right, right. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to have a show where a grandmother brings their daughter that right. brings their daughter, you have three generations at your show. Right. That's amazing to me because now everybody can laugh. And what I feel that, like, uh, I was in Kansas City and four dudes with, uh, damn, he's been to Kansas City? No, no, no. Four dudes <sighs> with Trump hats came. Oh, really? Sure. Because I say <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. Because, Excuse me. <laughs> because I said I don't talk politics. So this was kind of like, oh, well, we'll see. Okay. Oh, okay. We'll see. Let's, okay. And I didn't. And I know, I don't know. Maybe because it's how I was growing up uh, in an all white neighborhood. Right. You know, I know how to, I just know how to get my message across without attacking people, right. but making you feel what I'm saying. Right. And I think that's the. That's but the, the real question is when you're in Kansas City and dudes in Trump hats show up to your show, after the show, how did you escape them? No, whenever they came they, up Whenever to, they beat you down and no, said, they, Kansas City's MAGA country, bro. No, no, no. Actually, they they were so surprised I didn't bring it up and yeah. talk about politics. Be- were they, they waiting bought, for it? Yeah. They, 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 they were. Yeah. They bought so much merchandise. Wow. And really? their money is green, too. So I took it. <laughs> I was like, it's green as everybody else's. You know what I mean? You talk about your upbringing a lot, but what about your upbringing specifically that it gives you this kind of mindset. Well, my dad always said, you know, because you got to think, my dad has a PhD in nuclear physics and he went and he got that. Yeah, and this is in the 50s and 60s. He had to go through segregation. Yeah. Uh, He had to march, like he led marches at college. He went to Oklahoma State and then he went to Iowa State for his PhD in nuclear physics. And he led marches to eat at restaurants Mm -hmm. on campus. That's insane. So that's what he had to go through to get his PhD. So... And him going through that, something right. I'll never go through to that degree. Right. Mm-hmm. And he never talked bad about white people or any other race. Right. Uh, because he fought for equality. And yeah. you would be a hypocrite if you did talk about white people right. or whoever oppressed you. Right. You know, his thing to me was that is just ignorance. Right. If you can cut through all that noise and bring people together, that's where you want to be. And that's how I grew up. And that's why I feel like I never knew how I could do that. Right. And when I started stand up, I was like, oh, my God, this is how I can do it. And right. this is this is my outlet to bring people together to laugh, but to also get messages through that don't attack. Right. You know, and I'm not up there making like profound messages. Right. To be, I'm just telling my story. <laughs> right. But you learn what happened to me, good and bad. Right. Because of race, and it's palatable to everybody. I've yeah. always been curious, though. You, you've mentioned it earlier about having these relationships with so many of these different celebrities. I'm curious because I feel like there's always overlap at that when you even you're the guy in the middle that there's maybe a crew that doesn't like this crew or this well, celebrity I, doesn't like it. But how do you manage that and how do you continue to maintain those relationships in a town where, you know, it can shift everybody on wants to Yeah, everybody's trying to stab each other in the back right. trying to advance. The only problem I ever have, and now that I'm actually even moving out of interviewing celebrities, because I want to be on the other side. Right. You know what I mean? I, I want to be the one being interviewed right. and things like that. I remember I was backstage at a concert and Rihanna was back there mm, and Rihanna knows me with her. Yeah. Work. And Rihanna <laughs> knows me from, uh, you know, celebrity news. Right. So automatic. The problem is automatically when I walk in the room, she, people think, oh, he's going to report right. Well, right, right, right. any celebrity. Right. Of course. And then they put their Therese Hilton filter on you. Exactly. They're yeah. like, hey, hey, we got to watch and. I walked up straight to her. I was going, no, 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 because I could just feel it. Right. I go, hey, around on Michael. She said, yeah, I know you're in a nice way. Right. And I go, don't worry about anything. 
everything I do off camera is off camera right. and nothing ever makes it up. And then everybody was, she was comfortable. Her team was comfortable, but it, now I'm getting to the point where now with the comedy, people are like celebrities are looking at me like the rock tweeted me right. about the special, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's now it's kind of like, okay, they're saying you're one of us kind of. Right, so right. I'm not as worried about you. So now when I go to a place with a bunch of celebrities, it's not like they have their, oh, best behavior. Yeah, we gotta yeah, watch. Yeah. Now it's more accepted. Now with Rihanna, did, 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 she, did she ask about me? Uh yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. She says she That's hated so. you. Oh well, mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> hmm. How in the world you. did you or like in the room, Rihanna? Did you act as normal as possible? How did you? How do you act like when? Because you are around. <laughs> can, I just no, tap, because, can I just tap? Can I just? Can I just tap out? Because no, because Michael, I, I, you are have in the room. Show. You just named like down. I said. You just named The Rock and Rihanna. And I, if like, if Rihanna even like glanced in the vicinity of myself, I'd be like, that's it, all right? I'm you would done pass with my, out. I would pass out, no doubt. Yeah. So how do you keep your composure when you, you have these moments where you have these interactions with these big time personalities that the world knows over? You find out they're normal people. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird to say that, okay. but they are normal people too. Right. You know, and, and once, like, I remember when I first started interviewing them, you know, I'm still fanboying about right. you. I still fanboy. <laughs> like, it's Rihanna, right. you know what I mean? Like, when I interview, like, when I'm with The Rock, I'm like, it's The Rock. Right. I mean, this is Dwayne. I've left Will Smith for Dwayne The Rock. <laughs> like, that's, like, it used to be Will Smith. <laughs> so now it's ah, The Rock. Like, hello, Rock. Yeah, hello. <laughs> like, Rock looks like a man that really could save my life. You know what I mean? Good point, yeah. Like, yeah. He's a real-life superhero. Yeah. Right? So I left Will Smith because, he, you know, he's older now. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's not, His prescriptions aren't as up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, he's still ripped, but I mean, the rock is big, you know, I know Will Smith was my like man crushing now. The rock the is rock just, is smart I'm sorry, Will. I love Will Smith though. You know what I mean? But rock, man, he looks like he could save shit. You know what I mean? How, mm -hmm. how has like doing stand up and having the positive personality that you have, have you come up against detractors? Have you come up against your normal no. haters? Let me tell you what's interesting is I get, what's interesting about that question is I didn't know what I'm gonna get. When right. I fill in for Wendy Williams and talk about celebrities, yeah. I get hate, but that's fine right. because somebody be like, oh, how'd you talk about Cardi B? It's so good because I thought it was Cardi. Yeah, thank you. Hello, oh, wow. I'm here. Yeah. Good. Anyway, wow. uh, so when you talk about that, you get hate, but as far as my stand up, if you watch my stand-up special, Blazing on Amazon Prime right now. For free. For free. For right. free. And you say you don't like it, you're basically saying you're a horrible person. Because nice. you're saying, a, I that's hate That's a fair that, way to look that, at it. No, it's because like, you'll be saying, billboard. I hate family. Right. I hate your kid. I hate your wife. <laughs> I hate my family. I'm a very depressed <laughs> and, and I hate myself. Right. Because it's so, like, there's no way you can watch my special right. and not feel good after it. And that's my whole thing. And I had my whole family there. Right. I brought my parents out. Because I did this special, and this is going to sound cheesy, but I did this special more for them to see it in real life, mm -hmm. and they could be a part of it. Now it's forever. Yeah. So when 16 years from now, when my son watches it, or whenever he watches it, he'll be like, oh, I'm in it too, because he was one. That's wild. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Wow. Yeah, when we well, shot it. Now, now I, I have friends that are Nigeria, and they talk about their immigrant parents all the time, yes. and I'm curious now, in your position, writing about your family, at what point did mom or dad or the wife say, hey, 
you, you gonna put that in the special or hey you gonna talk about that was that at any point where everybody's my mom, like at okay, the beginning right. being an immigrant <laughs> because i portray my mom like she really is okay <laughs> asian women do not care about feelings <laughs> if they think it they say it mm -hmm. i tell everybody this they do not care they don't care if it makes you feel bad never ask an asian woman for their honest opinion mm -hmm. every opinion is their honest opinion <laughs> like with my mom uh she doesn't care she doesn't care if it makes you feel bad and if it's racist or racial, to her it's not, and they'll t and they'll and they'll say things that okay. sound racist or racial, but to them it's not, it's just the truth. Okay, so like it's the truth. Your you know? mom's here in the studio. Oh yeah, Travis, <laughs> a black man, just showed up 17 minutes late for what is. How does mom mm -hmm. react to that? What does she say? Uh, she would probably be like. No, typical. Typical. Should have known. <laughs> Should have known. Should typical. Have. You, uh, you like his daddy. You like his daddy. <laughs> you like, you like Michael Dad. <laughs> my mom used to say when I do something, oh, you my son. When I do something, oh, you, your, that's from your father. That's, <laughs> that's your father. <laughs> yeah, but that, but is that? I don't think that's negative. I think that's charming. No, yeah, I like or, that. Like the problem is, is my wife is having to deal. And this is what my sitcom is about. Is now coming up I, on Fox. Yeah, I'm in between two women. Right. Is in two different opinions because my wife and my mom kind of being herself around my wife, and, she, and my wife is ultra sensitive. Right. She came from the Brady Bunch. Mm -hmm. My wife grew up like her family <laughs> is literally a living Brady Bunch. You know, my mom and dad never told me they loved me till I was 29. <laughs> A true story. Good. That's just the way Good. they were. Right. That's and look just, where you're at. And look where I am at. <laughs> but there's there was no positive reinforcement. Right. It was just like do my parents were kind of like a, a bad relationship where you know you don't care about the other person, but they did care. Right. It's kind of like if uh, you were dating someone and they said, uh, "Can I can I do that?" You're like, "Yeah, do whatever you want." You keep saying that, all of a sudden you be like, "Do they even care what right. I do?" Like my, I could be like, "Hey, I'm gonna go jump off a building." Like, all right, may do your best. You know, <laughs> I'm like, what? Like my parents didn't care what I did. You know what I mean? But I know they loved me. But they never told me that until I was 29. They actually did. Mm -mm -mm. And where my wife is like, "Love, love, 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 love." I tell my son a hundred times a day, "I love him." You know, so right. I'm literally telling my son, true story. So far. I'm telling my I'm telling my son, I'm like, you're the best. He's like one and a half. Right. My mom walks by and goes, How you know he the best? <laughs> I'm like, Mom. <laughs> it's called encouragement. She says, No, it's called lying. <laughs> you don't know what he good at. So you lie to your son. And I go, this is, this is why, this is why right. I'm the way I am and she's the way, my wife. But I think because there was not a lot of like, go get them. There were not like cheerleaders. Right. Mm -hmm. That's why I became a cheerleader um, because I always had to pump myself up. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, go, I can win. I can do this. So that was my personality all the time. Not That's to get fantastic. too inside ball game with you, but you did mention your sitcom coming up on Fox. Yeah. How, how has the pilot process been for you? Uh, challenging. I would imagine yeah, so. Yeah, because like, you, you sell it, that's one thing. And then it's kind of like you go through the process of, oh, we like this, we don't like this. So there were some major changes. So now... Uh, those we, studio notes, have they, have they drove no, no, you no, crazy it's, yet? It's to, it's to the point now okay. where I, we have another meeting in April. Okay. So we're going to miss this uh, initial <laughs> pilot season. Okay. But I have to meet with them again in April because I, I can't go into detail. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. were some things that happened. So now we're going we're gonna, to uh, regroup it. Okay. It's mm -hmm. still moving on. It's just things had to change. So with bit. the special Blasian mm -hmm. on uh, Amazon Prime for free, how is 
has your experience been? You're out. You promote yourself extremely well. How are you liking the the special process? Right, this is your first one. You know what I? Where you can track where it's doing really well in yep. those cities and the cities I've been to, it's been like crazy. How the year before, it's like. I'm tripling the numbers. Nice. Like, like I was right. just in New York. I sold out four shows at God. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Oh, wow. I mean, that's like, but that's a huge that's market huge. for me. Yeah, absolutely. It's a huge market for me. And a lot of them seen the special. What I'm so excited about is today is the first day on Amazon Prime. You can watch it for free. And they said that now it's on that level of Netflix. You don't have to pay for it because people right. were paying $13 to see it. Right. Now you just turn it on, hit play, and... Here's what's interesting. I was with Beth, uh, the publicist for The Funny Bone earlier today, and I said, so many people come up to me and say, oh, I saw it on Netflix. This is how nobody cares where they get their stuff from. (laughs) Because it's not on Netflix. Right, right. (laughs) It's on Amazon. Oh, yeah, man. I saw that on Netflix. Right after I finished the office, I watched Michael Yo's special. Yeah, but but they see my commercials everywhere. Right. And uh, now people are like, oh. And and what's so amazing, my friends sent me a screenshot. Because it's doing so well, uh, you will see, like my friends sent me a screenshot, where it's Marvelous Miss Maisel. My special, and then Tiffany Haddish, Nobody's Fool. Nice. Wow. Top, top things to watch. Oh, that's and dope. That, and that just felt so oh, good. Oh, that's good. Congrats. So, so the thing anybody watching can do is just go to Amazon Prime, type in Michael Yo, hit play, and just leave a comment in five stars or whatever stars you want because that does so much. In the algorithm, okay. it shows that people are interacting. See, whenever a man says special. algorithm and he, he owns it. like Oh, like, algorithm. Oh, Michael, algorithm. Good luck. Girl, give me yeah. your algorithm. <laughs> Let me tell you this, too. I need that algorithm. <laughs> He's got a good frame. If we get him on some uh, that clean diet the Rock eats, like you may be the next Rock, man. Oh, I'm the pebble. Okay. You know, I'm, okay. I'm a smaller brother. Like, <laughs> I, I always say I want to do a buddy cop movie with him, and I'll be the pebble. Nice. Uh, you know, but like, I'm the super tough one, and he's the sensitive. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they you got to do that. Like yeah. he's all, and I'm big guy like, named Tiny. I'm, right? yeah, 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 I'm like, yeah. dude. You know. See, I'm on. glad right. you brought that up. So we play a little game we call recasting call, and yes. we basically uh, take some of our favorite movies and we pretend that we're studio execs. So we okay, great. Basically, have a bunch of mimosas and, and blow hanging around somewhere, I'd imagine. But then, <laughs> but we basically recast our favorite movie with actors of today in honor of <clears throat> a belated. Black History Month, we're going to choose black we're actors. We're late. We're late on we're honoring, late black, honoring history. black History Month. <laughs> oh, see so there. Figure. That's tough, You're man. so stereotypical. Tough, Typical. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just hey, like hey, his father. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like his father. I was going to say, Ms. Yo, give him a... Give just him like some. father. You're right. late. So the movie we chose today with you, Michael, is Die Hard. Die yes. Hard's a movie, but you get to use any current black actor in Hollywood to replace the stars of the movie. Now, that's for the white characters. Now, for the black characters, you can replace them with someone white. So Reginald Vell Johnson's character is Sergeant Al Powell. You can replace him with the white actor of your choice. Okay. So I'll start, of course, with our main character, Bruce Willis, John McClane. What black actor? Samuel plays? L. Jackson, 100%. That wow. Bold choice. Out of the gate. Oh, oh, this is... <laughs> we, we have to get a green light this movie. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, and, and who played the... What was the black guy that played the sidekick? Uh, the real sidekick. Oh, the the, the limo driver? No, no, no. Oh, oh, re- oh, re- oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Al Powell. Okay. Reginald Van ja- Val Johnson. Yeah, who would be him? Wait, who, but what's his real name? Um, uh, Reginald Val Johnson? Is it? Is, wait. Dude it from was Family Mel- Matters? I mean, it was, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Right. So, uh, need a white guy for him. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Chris Pratt. 
That's hilarious. Now, now you're cheating the system. Wow, this here. is really okay. good. He, this is how he knows. He knows oh, yeah. his acting. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because right. I think the dynamic in them would be funny. That is really, oh, I like, okay. I like your okay. thought. Okay, yeah, who's yeah, Hans yeah. Gruber? Played, of course, by the, the late, the great criminal. Alan Rickman. He was the bad guy, yes, right? Yes, he was the baddie. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, Don Cheadle. Oh, this movie is going to be so damn Don good. Don Cheadle. <laughs> Don Cheadle. Michael, we, this is our first time doing this segment, and you're already Don hitting Cheeto up the ballpark. Don Cheadle would be an amazing enemy, wouldn't he? <laughs> Yeah. That would be awesome. Can Going I, against Sam Jackson. That would be awesome. Can I just, I want to interject this here because on a loop in my head right now, <laughs> all I have is Samuel L. Jackson doing yippee ki yay. Yeah. <laughs> that would be, oh, that would it's be is, there, is there not a better person to deliver? I mean, a come on. Like that? That's a great. Come on. That's why I picked Samuel. As soon as you said Die Hard, that's the first thing I wow, thought. Wow. I am wanting to see this movie tonight. So you got Samuel L. Jackson, Chris Pratt, and Don Cheadle. I, I don't know how you not show up for that movie. All right. Who plays uh, the wife, Holly Gennaro? Uh, oh, I would say I want her younger. Okay. But I want her much younger because I want Sam Jackson to have that pimp appeal. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You know what I mean? So, okay. Uh, I think I would go with uh, Cassidy. Oh, okay. Or oh, look at you. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like uh, Gabrielle Union. Oh, Gabrielle Union would be yeah. very good. Mm -hmm. Or if you want to do an Instagram model or uh, uh, get the Instagram a, a reality, because a lot of people are using Instagram. People that are right. big on Instagram, right. Chrissy Teigen. Oh, Ooh. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just to spicing it up a little. Not did you, said that. Did you give him notes beforehand? Okay. I tell you what, this is like I honestly did not know how this was going to go. This went ten times better than <laughs> yeah. I thought. Yeah, because I, I, you. This is like I'm literally like. No, so can we get representation? Can we talk oh, to somebody about or, getting or this done? Or even better than that, she's on Claws, Chris Brown's ex. Mm -hmm. The one, uh, the mixed chick. I'm saying it correctly, incorrectly, and I apologize. Karuche? Yeah, Karuchi. Okay, Karuchi. Karuchi okay. would be great, she's too. fine. My yeah. word. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, thank you for playing casting calls. Oh, dude, no problem. That is going to be a fun movie. I can't wait to check that out. Any director? <laughs> Man, you we don't even. Mind? I don't even want to participate in that. No. Yeah, that was oh, great. Oh, sorry, Chris. Oh, no, 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 no. This is a fantastic. director? Yeah, any particular Will director? Will Packer. Oh, wow. Will Packer. Chris. Do we get uh, Will Packer did Girl Strip, Chris? Yeah. Oh, great! Yeah. Do we get a Michael Yo appearance in the? Uh, you can be the limo the driver. Dive. I'll be the limo you driver. You can be the limo yeah, driver. Look at that! Look at that! I was just say I'm report. half black. I, I should be in there. <laughs> I mean, come on! I, I, don't, I don't forget a, about my blackness, people. I, I wanted a new spot with him being an entertainment reporter on the street, and you just nail the role. See, yeah. that, but then I'll be playing myself, and I yeah. no, no, no. I I need to be an actor. Wow! I need to be an actor. <laughs> this is so impressive. I don't want to play myself anymore. <laughs> my goodness, Michael Yo is going to be a funny bone this weekend get out have some fun with him we're gonna let you get out of here i man. love your logo by the way that is so creative that is the nicest thing anyone's no, ever no, no, said no, to us no, thank I, you so much no, we may is, adam bertles adam bertles creative, creative. It is he's very an amazing creative yeah. and uh because i have a yo logo but if you put this on a hat what's the, stitched it'd be dope man thank you. oh this is It'd be dope. Yeah. Let's see why Michael Yo is so damn successful. You have a friend that's got a so... JK hat that's pretty badass. Oh, yeah. He's in town tomorrow. I didn't want to say anything about I didn't it. know. We, I was like, like, do you guys literally... plan this? No. Joe here's Coy what happened. We, we live down the street from each other. Right. right. But we both travel so much. I never see him in town. Last time I saw him was three weeks ago in New York City. So we hung out. Nice. Now I found out he's in St. Louis. He found out I'm here. I text him and he goes, oh, my God, let's hang out today. So it's kind of like That's we only awesome. see each other in other right. cities. We've, yeah. all, <laughs> we've, all, we've all swam in the koi pond, too. That's we have. We oh. have this pond. Yeah. Let me tell you. Oh, you want to hear something better than the koi pond? Let's hear it. And no disrespect to Joe, but when. <laughs> but uh, let me disrespect. But let, no, 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 <laughs> because it has to do with Joe. Me and Joe Koi, 
we did only, I want to say like 50 episodes. Of call, it was called the Yo and Joe Show. Yep. And it was absolutely for free. <laughs> and we did it. And we, we knew people were making money, but we just did it for free because we didn't care. Right. Let me tell you. It is once, after episode three, because we were finding our, it is to me, and, I, and I'm very honest, it is one of the funniest things you will hear me and Joe, like people still hit me, hit us up all the time. About right. Me. So I, it's, it's on, if you just Google Yo and Joe podcast and find it, it is great listening, man. Like That's we get hilarious. stopped all the, actually, I just got, here's the thing. We haven't done it in five years. I just got a check from it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't a lot, but it, for every time I mention it, right, it goes through the roof, and people are like, "Oh my god!" And then they keep passing it around. I'm telling you, it is so funny. <laughs> and this is me and Joe like five, six years ago, Joe, before Joe broke, right, and yep. me before I really like started. Both of you are, are skyrocketing right now. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, how I, fun is that? Like to, to to come up in it, and then you guys reach the type of success at the same time. I would imagine that's just Well, his so success much in comedy, like I have success in television. Right. His success is in comedy. So we have it in two it's different... It's insane, by the it, way. But I'm, I'm striving to get to where right. he's at. But I remember seven years ago, six years ago, sitting, doing Yojo's show. Mm -hmm. After the show, he goes, man, all these people that, you know, came up when I was, are breaking, like right. getting TV shows, right. selling out venues. He says, I'm selling out like 15 shows at a club, but nobody's putting me in venues. And I go, it's your management. You got to change people. Wow. And he goes, yeah, but he's a very loyal guy. Of course. You know? And so finally he made that change. And as soon as he made that change, he got Joe Malash and he got uh, CAA through the roof, man. And How it, difficult is that for a creative to, to make that type of leap? Like, I, because that's a, a true business decision. And it's not easy for comedians, well, artists to just... Simply go, all it's right, easy, I have to turn it on like that. It's easy for him because he was already moving a I heavy load of tickets. Right. You know, so for him to change, anybody would have took him. Right. It's not about that. It's about finding the right people. Gotcha. And I always tell people yeah. in Hollywood, yeah. they want to be with a big agency. I was like, it's not about the size of the agency. It's about the agent mm -hmm. that's hungry for you okay. that really will do the work. And so he found people around him, and that's when he started to take off. That's man. awesome. And I've so, seen firsthand the little and large work people will do for their clients oh 100 percent, and it's different yeah and it's different yeah. so you always and you always got to stay on top of them and that's one thing uh me and joe talk about another thing me and him talk about is like we still like he's even when i go to a market where i'm totally sold out we and he sells out everywhere right we do the press it's free money it's free money. Hey, man, clip that part off right there, please. It's free yeah. money. For, <laughs> for Ask Joe about it if you ever get him again. The thing is, is television, podcasting, radio station. People pay to be on a lot of these shows. Right. And if you put a dollar amount to that, like I was on TV, on Fox, and then I did a couple morning shows and this. Like if you put a value on that, maybe twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars $25,000 of right. value, that if I didn't do it, it's, I'm losing money. Right. And so Joe, no matter if he sold out a month and a head, he'll come in and do all the press if he can. Smart. There it yeah. is. Wise words from Michael Yo. Check Thank him out at the guys. Funny Bone all weekend long. We're going to take a really quick break. Yeah. And we'll come back with Fair Foul. We're going to see Michael Bye. off. Thanks for coming in, man. Great no, to see you No, thank you. Great appreciate logo. It. Keep killing it. I appreciate it. Thank Absolutely. you so much. All right. Quick break, guys. We'll be right back. We are live, live, live.
Welcome back to We Are Live. It's time for some fair or foul. Huge thanks to Michael Yo, and huge thanks to all of you for tuning in and having some fun with us all day long. Uh, special conversation coming up with Jay Farrow. You know him from Saturday Night Live, and you'll see him at Helium Comedy Club, excuse me, this weekend, everybody. Uh, the topic is Mardi Gras being the best drinking holiday we have. There are some Irishmen, I would imagine, will have an issue with this Mardi Gras, but from a... Pers uh, spectator standpoint, mm -hmm. Mardi Gras is, I think, on another level. So I'm curious to hear what our listeners have to say about it. $10 to Southtown Pub is the prize today. Let's kick it off, Gardner. It's time for the people's fair or foul. People often ask me, what's fair or foul? They do. Is it a segment? Sort of. Is it a movement? Well, kind of. Is it hope? That's it. I can't say for certain. Time will be a true test of its power. But I can say... Fair or Foul is now and forever for the people. That is true. Gather around the radio with your loved ones and hold on to your butts. It's now time for Fair. We give it back to you, the people. Or Foul. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, this segment, a little bit too much for me now. I don't know how long we can continue to do this and consider ourselves a reputable podcast. We, there may be some changes coming in the future, but for now, mm -hmm. this is the people's mm -hmm. fair or foul. Mm-mm-mm, everybody. <laughs> Had a couple submissions on the uh, topic. It's a doozy. See who wants to win 10 bucks to Southtown Pub. Uh, real quick, we'll read a text uh, in regards to fair or foul. Oh, no, here we go. Snuck a pine in one year. First thing I see is people trying to... Hit a drunk guy in the window with muddy slush balls. So, of course, I joined in and nailed him in the face. That's when instant karma kicked in. The momentum of my throw launched the pint out of my pocket and shattered it. A lot of strangers patted me on my sad, sad back as I walked away. That's from the Black Sheep. Sharing nice. a story of Marty <coughs> Oh, boy. Foul. A bunch of drunk idiots in the streets with 100,000... Try four times that, supposedly. 100,000 people can't compare with the amount of alcohol that gets drank by the average white German Catholic family on Christmas. Triangle Assassin. Mm -hmm. So he's disagreeing. Mm. Fair, since you're take, talking about a bunch of different holidays today, and Travis might not refer to them by their standard name, I thought I'd help out and give you all the translations. Mardi Gras equals Beads and Breast Day. Mm. President's Day equals Old White Men and Barack Day. <laughs> Memorial Day equals Girls in Them Sundresses Day. Mm. St. Patrick's Day, White People Be Crazy Day. That's true. Fourth of July, Blow Stuff Up Day. Yeah. Skanksgiving, Skanksgiving. Christmas equals the day before cuffing season. <laughs> Happy drinking, y'all, the JVL Jackal. Gardner, who you voting for? Ooh, the nice finale there. I'll go with the JVL Jackal. Mm. I'm going to mix mm -hmm. it up, Chris. I'm going to go with Black Sheep. Black Sheep has won. Fair or foul? I like the story. I like the breaking news. <laughs> Everything was great. We Big thanks to them. Man, what a show today. Huh? Very loaded show. Yeah, that was a lot Lots of fun. Of fun. Michael Yo could not be more kind, and we uh, suggest you go see him at Funny Bone. Quick reminder, everybody. Uh, 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 uh. Tech Electronics helps us build the studio. We got a big thanks to the Cransburg Arts Foundation and the Dot Zach building for providing such a great space. We're commercial tenants, but we get a lot of great benefits here. If you guys... Uh, Come see the building soon. Maybe we'll do some events and everything very soon. You can see the great place we get to work. Midcoast.media for more info on what we do. Bye, Jack. Thank you so much to them for all of their support. Thanks to John helping out the studio, Red Saw Publicity, 
with our friend Beth. Comedy at Southtown Pub every Thursday. And, of course, St. Louis Counseling Services podcast, Mental Health Matters, everybody. So it's been a fun morning. Travis Terrell, Chris Gardner for Michael Yo. We're going to come back in just a bit if you want to watch the live stream with Jay Farrow, everybody. Check it out.